0: Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am your host, Melissa Deely, and this month my theme is intuition, something we all have, but do we listen to it? Firstly, I'd love to share a testimonial I received recently from someone who listened to her intuition that her stomach issues were caused by being on a prescription drug for way too long, and now she needed to heal her gut. After doing some research, she found Dr. Cabral's CBO protocol and purchased it, but found following it was difficult. She didn't know if she was doing it right or where to turn to for support. So she put a comment in the group on Facebook, which I was alerted to, and reached out to her to offer the support she was looking for. And here is her testimonial. Melissa found me last fall thanks to the natural healing of Equalife, and since then she has been a godsend. In June of 2021, I was having all kinds of stomach issues due to being told to stay on Prilosec for way too long following a stomach ulcer diagnosis. Fast forward to the fall of 2021, I had developed food intolerances and had constant indigestion type pain under my ribs. I was on my path to healing while doing the CBO protocol from Dr. Cabral when Melissa took me under her wings and guided me to healing. It was a very long, hard struggle with many frustrations and tears. Melissa was with me every step of the way. Her support and kind, uplifting words are something I will forever be grateful for. Fast forward to 2022, my gut has healed. I no longer have food intolerances and have never felt healthier or better. Not only did Melissa teach me about gut health, she also taught me it was okay to not be okay and to make time for me. I have learned stress relief techniques to calm the nervous system that I have also used in my feisty toddler. Melissa is a wealth of knowledge and truly cares about her clients. She goes above and beyond. She truly cares. Thank you, Melissa, for all you have done for me and taught me. And that is from Jamie Muscovich in Pennsylvania. So thank you for sending that in, Jamie. I've truly loved guiding you and your gut back to full health and love the progress you have made. So let's get back to talking about intuition. And what is the definition of intuition? I looked it up, and it is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. That last bit is key without the need for conscious reasoning. In other words, it is driven by our unconscious mind. That part of us that keeps us alive by keeping us breathing, our heart pumping, our digestive system working and breaking down our food, and so much more, without us ever giving it a second thought. In fact, our unconscious preserves the body despite the lifestyle choices we make and what we put in it. Just stop and think about that for a minute. Do you ever stop and think about breaking down the food that you put into your body? You know, do you ever stop and think about your heart pumping and choosing to keep it pumping? You might notice it if you're doing a workout and you get your heart rate up. You might consciously slow down and think about your breath. But there's so much happening inside our body thanks to our unconscious mind that happens despite What we do and what we put inside our body, because that is all part of the responsibility of our brain, which is to keep us safe and keep us alive. So, our unconscious mind is responsible for 90% of our brain function, whereas our conscious mind is only responsible for 10%, which is where you hear that saying that we only use 10% of our brain. We're actually using it all, but we are only consciously aware of the part that is 10%, right? But we can tap into the other 90% and one way of doing that is to learn to tap into your intuition. We all have intuition, but for some it's stronger than others. And there are several reasons for this. Those people who have a stronger intuition are opening to are open to listening to their intuition. They slow down enough to listen to their intuition. Our intuition, when we're in a go, 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 do, 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 rush, rush, rush mode, we are not hearing our intuition. We're in a state that is far too consciously driven at that point. They also practice listening to their intuition. It is like a muscle, and the more you slow down and allow yourself to be guided by your intuition, the more you can be as your awareness of it increases. And of course, it's not just humans that have intuition. Look at the entire animal kingdom. I mean, they, so much of what animals do is run on intuition. You just need to look at the pets in your own house to see that, right? And animals in the wild too, they intuitively know which food may not be good for them and which food may be good for them, right? And we even know that as young children when we listen to our bodies but sometimes that gets overridden by parents who meant well and were encouraging us to eat everything on our plate because there's children starving in africa etc and we're not allowed to not eat the food that intuitively our body is suggesting it doesn't want and as young children we don't necessarily have the vocabulary Or even the gumption to stand up against those well meaning parents telling us we can't leave the table until we've eaten everything on our plate. And over time, we learn to tune out our intuition because that mustn't be important when we have to listen to what our parents are telling us, right? So the way we listen to our intuition can also vary. For some, it might be a feeling in their gut, hence the saying listen to your gut. For some, it may be felt more in the heart area. For others, it might be a random idea that just pops into your head. It can be felt in different ways in the same person. I know for me, I feel my intuition in my gut, but I do also get those random messages, ideas, thoughts popping into my head. And sometimes it's a little bit of the butterflies in our gut. That can be a sign of nerves as well in our our nervous system kind of turned on because we're stepping outside our comfort zone. Like if we've got a big race or a piano recital or some or a speech, um, we can feel those butterflies. But we do have a knowing in our gut. It is, after all, our second brain. So now I am definitely not an expert in the field of intuition, but I am learning and I'm excited to bring you two ladies who are experts in intuition to my show this month in episodes number 70 and 72. Cheryl Brewster, who is an intuitive coach who I've worked with myself, as well as Laura Powers, who is an entertainer, celebrity psychic, actress, model, host of her own podcast, Healing Powers podcast, and TV show, behind the scenes with Laura Powers. So I'm super excited to have both of these wonderful ladies on the show this month to share their expertise on the topic. But today I just want to share with you a few of my experiences with intuition as you may relate and it may encourage you to or spark an interest to, you know, start digging into your own intuition again and figuring it out and learning how to listen to it and Interpret what it's trying to tell you, right? So, whether this is all brand new to you, or you are possibly afraid of your intuition, as I was, or you might be dipping your toes into working with your intuition and looking for guidance to learn more, stick with me these four weeks and I promise you will learn a lot. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there's a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. So when I was a very young child, Probably three to four years old. I have a memory of my mom telling me in the morning, one morning, that she'd woken in the night and knew that my dad had been in a car accident. We lived in Australia at the time and he had driven down to Threadbow, a ski resort. And as I said, she knew he had been in an accident. And that kind of frightened me. But soon after he had called and told her that he had been in an accident and that he was okay. And so she was able to go back to sleep. So all's well that ends well, right? But as a four-year-old or three-year-old, however old I was, this whole conversation frightened me. Firstly, the thought of my dad being in a car accident was scary, but I was also confused as to how my mom knew that before he even called her. And I decided... I didn't want to know stuff ahead of time like that. And honestly, I don't remember if I had the cognitive ability to make that decision at age four, or if I made it at an older age when I heard my mom retelling that story, because that is a very conscious mind decision. Regardless, I didn't want to know bad things. And so I unconsciously spent a lot of time blocking my intuition as that felt safer to me. But ironically, our intuition, of course, can also keep us safe. And another event occurred when I was four that I remember clear as day. And we do tend to remember traumatic incidents that occurred before age six, even though we don't remember a lot of what happened in our life before age six. Our unconscious mind remembers all of it, but our conscious mind doesn't remember it. But this was traumatic, and that is why I remember this particular event so well. I was baking in the kitchen with my mom, and her intuition kicked in. She told me to run to check to see if my two-year-old brother was with my dad, who was in the garage. I ran to the garage, and he did not have my brother. So I ran back and reported to mom that my brother was not with dad she took off, ran out of the kitchen outside to our pool that we had literally just had built and gated. And she looked over the fence at the pool, couldn't see him in the pool or anywhere anywhere around the pool area. So we ran around the house looking for him. And then she ran back to the pool. And this time she saw him floating on the surface of the water. And he's very, very fair. And the first time she looks, she thinks that just the way the sun was coming in to on shining on the pool that he might have been in the sunlight and because he's like literally white blonde hair white skin that she hadn't seen him in the sunlight but now he'd floated into the shade and she could see him so she ran through the gate and dove into the pool fully clothed with her shoes on to get him out after telling me to run and get my dad I watched in horror thinking my mom was going to die because my little four-year-old brain was telling me, you don't go into a pool fully clothed with shoes on. That's just going to make you sink to the bottom. But I ran and got my dad. And by the time my dad got there and I got back to the pool, my brother was out of the pool and my dad started giving him mouth to mouth. And I was told to run next door to the neighbor who was a doctor. Fortunately, he was home and called for an ambulance, and he came running over, and my brother was taken away in the ambulance. He spent two days in hospital while they monitored his symptoms and watched for possible pneumonia, and then came home. And the great news is that he survived falling in the pool with absolutely no negative side effects, all because of my mom's intuition kicking in and her knowing something was wrong, and we had to find him now. Imagine how easy it would have been to think, I wonder what he's doing. Oh, he's probably fine. I'll just get the cookies in the oven and then look for him, right? But my mom's intuition is so strong. She knew she had to look for him now or that we had to look for him now. So it turns out our dog had dug a hole under the uh, fence, which was big enough for my two-year-old brother to follow him through. And my brother had a matchbox harvester truck Some of you listening probably remember matchbox cars and trucks, and he decided to throw that in the pool for whatever reason. And of course, once he did that, he wanted to have it back. And so he jumped in after it to get it. And guess what? That entire incident was the start of our swimming lessons and a long, high-level swimming career for both of us. And in fact, my brother still swims as a World Cup champion at a World Cup champions master's level. So yes, thank goodness for intuition when it can save us from danger and save lives. It's the same intuition that might stop you from, you know, stepping out in front of a car. You look left, you look right, you look, you know, and then it's just like, wait, there's something there. I thought I checked, but something has was in my blind spot and I caught it. You know, that intuition tells you to do that double check, right? It's the same thing. So fast forward to when I was 13. My father passed away suddenly after surgery and then blood clots in the hospital. And yes, it was a shock. And yes, we were grieving. But I think I started tapping into my intuition then because somehow I knew he was still with me. I couldn't see his physical form anymore, but I felt like he was with me as if perched on my shoulder. And whenever I had a difficult decision to make, I could consult with him and get an answer is this intuition? Is this my spirituality? Is it a blending of the two? I'm not sure, but I know that my conscious mind wasn't involved in the answers that I was receiving. So I know this helped me make some tough decisions over the years and feel confident in the choices I'd made, or rather was guided to making. So what about you? Is your intuition something you turn to often for guidance, or something that guides you to safety, or the safety of loved ones like my moms did, or something you haven't really tapped into yet. Intuition can absolutely guide us with our health as well. And in rewriting my bio recently, as I went through the process, I was reminded of a story where I used my intuition when it came to my own health. This time, my intuition told me not to panic, but instead get a second opinion, And with the knowledge I have today, I'm very glad I did, because when we panic, we set off our sympathetic nervous system, our fight or flight system. And this shuts down other systems in our body in order to give us the energy needed to fight or flee. And one of the other systems it shuts down is our immune system, not something you want to have shut down when dealing with a diagnosis of melanoma. Melanoma was what had landed my dad in hospital for surgery. In my case, when I was given the diagnosis, the doctor was panicked. It was a Thursday. She wanted me to book in for surgery on Monday morning. She was going to do the surgery herself at our local clinic. I was supposed to go on a business trip on the Saturday, and she told me, nope, there was no way I could do that. I had to cancel. I must have this surgery immediately. That's just what I had to do. But in my gut I felt this was wrong that I needed some time to assess my options and not take months and months to do so but you know ha- take a week to just assess my options and I felt that while I was on my business trip I could be doing that and it felt right to not cancel that business trip and so I thought well I should get a second opinion on all of this and this is what felt right in my gut and so I didn't book that surgery And even the people in the clinic at the front desk were telling me, no, you're wrong. You have to do this. You've got, we've got to get you booked in. It's very, very urgent. So I was feeling very pressured, but I listened to my gut and I came home. And what I did is I called the doctor, the skin cancer specialist, who was the one who had actually taken the biopsy of the mole that had now come back as melanoma. And he called me back later that evening and I was able to ask him if he felt I needed to immediately have surgery on Monday morning or would it be okay if I go on my business trip and have surgery when I'm back? And he replied with something I hadn't even thought of. He said, this will be a very large incision to ensure we get it all. It needs to be done by a plastic surgeon, not your family doctor. I will submit a referral for you. So, and you will be close to the top of the list because we do take melanoma seriously and we do want to get it out, that mole out of you very quickly, but it's not going to happen for a couple of weeks. So, go on your business trip, we'll get your surgery day booked and you'll have the surgery once you're back. And so, my intuition had told me that option one of immediate surgery by my family doctor wasn't the right path. And that made me seek out a second opinion which gave me an option that simply made much more sense to me and allowed me to stay out of panic mode and not weaken my immune system. And the great news is that the melanoma was fully excised and it's been nine years and I've embarked on a path of health and wellness ever since, including detoxing, which helps ensure that I haven't had any further health problems since that time. When I teach my health kickstart and detox program to others, because as humans, when we find something that works and is highly effective, we want to share it with others, right? So that wasn't the immediate start of my health journey, but over you know the next few years, I was definitely guided into this, but I did start detoxing um, after my melanoma because I really wanted to ensure that cancer wasn't coming back. And so now when I teach my Health Kickstart and Detox program, one of the greatest benefits my students talk about is the new awareness they have around how their body feels in relation to the food they're putting into their body, their sleep, their exercise, as they learn how to tune into their body. And in this process, they are tapping into their intuition too working as one with their body instead of just being in their conscious mind and ignoring symptoms and intuition that can come with those symptoms, suggesting you should take action steps to reverse the imbalances causing those symptoms, right? How often do we ignore symptoms, which again is another way of our body talking to us. And we simply ignore them because we're in that go, 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 rush, 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 rush mode and we're not tapping in and listening to our body. So as you can see, I've learned to listen to my intuition. And as I said, I'm no expert, so it's still definitely a work in progress, but this is such powerful information that you can learn from your body when you allow yourself to be guided by your intuition. Even the signal of being full so that you aren't overeating even if your plate isn't empty, can be considered intuition. It is the result of hormones sending the signal. But when you understand the message without any conscious thought, it is also intuition, right? If we wolf our entire meal down because we're really hungry, our body doesn't have time to release our satiety hormone and give that signal. And if we're rushing through, we're not listening for it anyway, right? Right. When we slow down and we give our body a chance, our body will talk to us and you can then take the appropriate action. So I did learn something a few years ago, because remember, I said that I was afraid of my intuition more. I was afraid of my mom's intuition and she's highly intuitive and it just frightened me. How does she know all this stuff? But I learned that you can also ask that your intuition be sharing with you what you need to know and not sharing with you, you know, the negative or the scary things. Right. And so that's how I felt safe to start tapping into my intuition and using it, which is what I've been, you know, developing that myself. Because as I said, it's a muscle, you have to strengthen it. So, I am literally just touching the surface here on the topic of intuition as I share my stories and I hope that you know you relate to one of the stories or it sparked an interest maybe in working with your own intuition at a deeper level so that you can be more guided in whatever it is that you're doing instead of just you know trying to figure it all out on your own and pushing through in your conscious mind when we're guided we know that we're actually on the right path, right? And so please join me again next week when I have Cheryl Brewster on the show and we'll be diving in and talking about the ABCs of intuition. And she is a real expert in this topic. Her business is called The Intuitive Life. So until then, have a great week. Start thinking about your intuition, getting, you know, dipping your toe in coming back to your intuition. If it's something that maybe you work with before and you've kind of moved away from, I know when I was in the corporate world for many years, it wasn't something that we ever talked about, thought about. And I felt like it was kind of pushed out of me. And ever since getting out of the corporate world is when I've been coming back to that intuition and using it. And maybe you relate to that as well. It's something you've used before, let go of, and now you're coming back to So join me next week. Have a wonderful week in between. And thank you for listening to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app. And let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.